All right. All right, we're good, man. All right, so yeah, so, uh, well, you know, I'll edit this out anyway, but uh, I'll introduce you beforehand, and then I'll, I will shoot in into this thing, okay? Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to go ahead and just do the whole intro thing on recording your own yeah, time. Yeah, own, yeah. and then we'll just shoot into, like, I'm thinking maybe, like, mid-conversation. We'll, we'll, you know, I'll, I'll edit it that way or whatever. Cool. Right. So, yeah, so, okay, so we have one-time Academy Award winner, Kobe Bryant. So, greatest of all time, I guess. That ends that discussion, wouldn't you say? Adrian? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he definitely... Wait a minute, what was the question again, Marvin? Yeah, so... Hello, and welcome to ART, Art Radio Trending, a public podcast that takes what's trending and generates a discussion based around art. We take current events and pop culture and discuss their relevance as they relate to art history. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you for joining us. might be only 18 years and five months old but this guy can do everything that the veterans can do and do it better perhaps Kobe Bryant last night you get your first start as a pro how'd it feel I felt good I felt good you know going out over you know, the starting lineup you know, I tried to keep keep a straight face and keep a serious look but you know I couldn't help but cracking a little smile do you get a little feel of palpitation sure sure, sure because I mean you're so excited to get out there to being in the game and I haven't done that since since high school. Right, right. Uh, so I, uh, I naturally get excited. Speaking of high school, how big was the gym you played in at Marion? How many people? Uh, about 500 people. 500? About 500 people. This seat's 26,000. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> the last time we were here, you played, I think, about six minutes. I was looking right. at the box score. It didn't get in. It was garbage time when you got in. Now tonight, you'll be in the real time. What's the difference? Well, the difference is you have to make a contribution early on. You know, you have to go in there and... Uh, Know, produce right away and uh, get the ball into the big fella, get Eddie some looks. And you know, whereas when I got in there the, within the garbage time or the bench, you know, I really didn't have to produce, I didn't have all the pressure. Everybody. Welcome back to Art Radio Trending. My name's Marvin, and I'm your host. So although we're not joined by Kobe Bryant today, although the invitation is open in case he wants to come on the show, we're joined by Adrian Eastlus. He's a friend of mine. He's extremely knowledgeable when it comes to all things sports. And today it's appropriate that he's on the show, because today we're going to be talking about none other than the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. On Sunday, you may have seen him on the red carpet in Hollywood as he was receiving his first Academy Award for Dear Basketball, an animated short directed and animated by none other than Glenn King, 
great Disney animator. The movie takes Kobe Bryant's poem, which he wrote in anticipation of his retirement a couple years ago, and creates a beautiful work of art. And what I think is really amazing is Glenn King's ability to create a visual dialogue that goes hand in hand with Kobe Bryant's vision as he wrote his poem. So sit back and enjoy the episode, and I'll talk to you later. Discussions always uh, whether or not um, uh, Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant are the greatest of all time. Now, wouldn't you say that he, he uh, with one Academy Award now, that makes him the, the greatest of all time? Well, it definitely puts him on par as far as uh, Jordan's trophy count goes. I mean, they each have six now, although one of them <laughs> is an Academy Award. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely, uh, he's, he's always been in the conversation with MJ when it's come to the greatest of all time. And, when it, especially when you just look at their uh, their NBA championship pedigree, but I would have to say, yeah, in this case, Kobe definitely has a it's uh, got an extra notch on his uh, on his belt there compared to what what Jordan's accomplished. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so for any of you guys that are just joining us, uh, I know this is an art podcast, but today we're going to be talking about Kobe Bryant, and we are we're talking about this new movie that he came out. Well, it's about a year old now, but it just won the Academy Award on Sunday. For best animated short, uh, it's titled A "Dear Basketball," and it's a short film. It's animated and directed by the great Disney uh, director and animator Glenn Keane. It was written and narrated by Kobe Bryant. We're joined here with uh, we're joined by Adrian, who is a fanatic. I would say, would you say, Adrian, a fanatic of the Lakers, maybe? Uh, ever since I was probably about, I was. Eh. I was a late bloomer there, Marvin, probably about 16 or so. I started finally. I finally came around. Okay, right. So <laughs> so you missed the Showtime Lakers then, the Magic Johnson years. And and Kobe was, you know, your Magic Johnson, would you say? Yeah, when it comes to the Lakers, I mean, there's no doubt, man. He, uh, you know, I, yeah, like, yeah, I, I mean, not that I missed Showtime Lakers. I knew of them. I, I was a bit, you know, grew up in, growing up in L.A. Uh, you know, friends of mine were just, were the fanatics. I take it. I don't know. How, what were you along those lines, Marvin, when it comes to the Lakers, man? Well, I'm a little older than you. I, I followed uh, baseball when I was a kid. I still follow baseball. But I never saw Magic Johnson, believe it or not. I never went to the Great Western Forum, believe it or not. Uh, I have kind of jumped on the bandwagon recently with the Lakers. Uh, I did see Kobe Bryant one time. I never saw Shaq <laughs> as, <laughs> as, a, as a Laker. Uh, all good basketball players. But when you think of Kobe Bryant, I don't think you think of Kobe Bryant, the writer, Kobe Bryant, the poet, Kobe Bryant, the artist. Uh, did you get to see the movie, Adrian? Absolutely, yeah. And uh, what's more is I think um, I'm, and I'm 99% sure about this. This shows you how much I've kind of fallen off a little bit with him, especially in his latter years. But pretty sure they showed, they screened it at his final game, uh, the infamous uh, 60 points, I believe, against the Utah Jazz a couple years ago. So, um yeah, I actually have seen the movie. Uh, I actually brushed up on it last night as well. And, yeah, you definitely um, don't figure Kobe to be much of a writer, um, uh, narrator, artist to a certain degree. 
Um, but then you just look at the work itself and you, you can kind of see, okay, the game, it, it, Kobe's art was on the court and for him, for them to be able to turn it into an animation and, and put his voice behind it, you know, especially since he had written the damn thing that it just, uh, just made sense all the way around there. So, um, yeah, it was definitely a, a really nice piece, uh, well put together, um, you know, and like you mentioned, Glenn Keane being the uh, the primary animator there. I mean, I think it had Disney written all over it. Um, one of the really cool things I liked about it, Marvin, was <clears throat> the uh, excuse me. Um, one of the really cool things I liked about it, Marvin, was how they combine the different types of Disney animation. So when you see Kobe as a little boy in the opening scenes, or you know, talking about rolling up his dad's socks and shooting from uh, from the bed into the wastebasket. Uh, it really reminds you of what um, I maybe uh, which sort of movie uh, the one Princess and the Toad is what I thought of right away when I saw that. And, uh, you know, the round nose kind of, uh, you know, uh, childish animation that and Keen was really infamous, I think, for um, well, it's a number of different movies. He, he headed up with Disney, but uh, it was also a really good blend with um, the the basketball animation of him as an adult. And that, I think, lends to the two other Disney artists that were on there, uh, Lee and Bolsham, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, you know, one of them was, I think Lee had a big hand in the Pocahontas series, or this, I'm sorry, movie. So you can kind of see that it was a nice mix between those two types of Disney animation. Now, as a, as a base, uh, basketball fanatic, would you say that the animation uh, mirrored Kobe's play? I mean, I know, I know that a lot of the scenes were taken from sort of his highlight reel, right? But uh, the cadence of the movie, the way that that the animation moved through throughout the uh, throughout the the movie, would you say that it matched Kobe Bryant as far as as far as tempo and cadence is concerned? Yeah, it was pretty spot on. Yeah, no no doubt about it, man. I, I think that uh, the fluidity of the animation itself, uh, you know, when they were showing his highlights. Uh, as a Laker, really uh, matched well with the way he played in real life. Um, you know, there, it's going to be obviously difficult. You know, to uh, it was it was kind of a mix there of the slow of slow motion animation. You can say uh, the way it was uh, the way it was drawn out and uh, the way it was uh, basically played out on on film. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think spot on, man. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like I said, I I, I never followed. Uh, basketball as closely as I followed other, other sports. I did follow Kobe Bryant being from Los Angeles. And I think Glenn Keane uh, must have had very extensive conversations with Kobe Bryant as far as that's concerned. I think of maybe like when an artist com is commissioned to create a portrait, uh, they always try to capture something of that that model into that that portrait. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, thinking out loud here something where you were you were talking about earlier the recent Michelle Obama uh, portrait that's at the Smithsonian Portrait Gallery. The artist in that situation was trying to uh, uh, create an image uh, uh, that would attract young, young uh, uh, museum goers and be able to identify with that image. And I think that that's probably what Glenn Keane and some of the Disney animators have always tried to do and continue doing. Uh, and did especially well in, in this short animation. And that's probably why it captured the imagination of not just the adults, the art critics like myself, 
the basketball fanatics as yourself, but the little kids that maybe saw that uh, you were right, it was it was actually uh, uh, viewed at Staples um, as they I think when they um, uh, retired his numbers, the number eight and number twenty four, they showed it before he came out onto the court. He was very emotional. Uh, okay, now, there you go. I had my dates mixed up there, Marvin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I remember thanks that, for the that, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the clarification there. Yeah, I, so I mean, it was just a, a fitting, a fitting end to a career. And for those of you that that may not be aware, this was written by Kobe Bryant. It was a poem that he wrote in anticipation of his retirement. It was uh, sort of a an homage to the game of, of basketball, to his game. It was a thank you to the fans, uh, and it spoke, I think, to the grind and the how much it took from. Uh, from him, it took uh, his body. His mentality has always been one that I think is unrivaled, right? That black uh, mamba mentality. Uh, I don't know if there's any other basketball player, maybe Adrian, you can elaborate, that you think that might uh, match that sort of uh, ferocity that, that we saw in, in Kobe Bryant's uh, gameplay and that was mirrored in some of that animation. You think of anybody that might have fit that mold? Well, you go back, and I would, you know, the the most obvious name that comes to mind is going to be Jordan, of course. I mean, that's always who he's. There, people are going to compare him to on on every level. And um, I think Reese, I think uh, contemporary um, modern day, we're looking at somebody like maybe like LeBron James. Um, but as far as being able to, I think there was just something about Kobe that just uh, was, you know, endeared him to so many people, not just in Los Angeles, but really across the world. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know that anybody would be able to match him in terms of um, just sheer popularity. Um, and, and you know, how many, guys, how many people do you know, or how many of these basketball players do you know that are gonna be able to do something like this down the line? Uh, when I think of the tributes that uh, sports um, figures have given in the past, I don't know, decade or so. Um, being from Los Angeles, and like you mentioned, uh, obviously you being a bigger baseball fan, Marvin, you can definitely relate to this. Is uh, Vince Scully's final season, and uh, you know he penned this letter to the fans uh, on, and which they gave away the day they basically, um, I believe it was his second to last game. I was actually in Dodger Stadium for that game, dude, and uh, it was really great. They gave out these personalized letters to every fan in attendance, and. Um, the letter itself is just beautifully written, no doubt about it. But uh, to be able to put something like that into art, essentially, um, it would have been really, I think, difficult to do in the way that they did with the uh, Kobe Bryant letter. Yeah, that's that's interesting that you say that. Now, just to change gears a little bit, I was wondering, uh, not to get too political, but the fact that he was given this award this year, 2018, uh, in the wake, or right in the midst, I guess I should say, of the Me Too and Time's Up uh, movement. As you may recall, Kobe Bryant has a history of having to battle accusations, uh, sexual assault accusations in his past 15 years or so, something like that, Adrian? Yeah, I believe it was actually during the uh, 2000, I want to say it was the 2003-2004 season when they actually uh, were uh, ended up facing the Detroit Pistons in the finals that year. So, yeah, I believe it was the uh, the 03-04 season, actually. Yeah, so I just found it interesting that 
it didn't seem to be acknowledged uh, during the broadcast or any, and even in, in very many of the, uh, uh, the blogs that I've read throughout the day. Uh, but I think that it's worth a mention. Uh, I think that a lot of people these days uh, are being blackballed and isolated away from these type of honors and awards for, for things that, uh, that, that ha have loomed in their past and loom in their in their present now and i was just wondering what you thought as to whether or not it was appropriate for kobe bryant to be there and to sort of uh, acknowledge his greatness uh not only as a as a writer now but uh, not only as a basketball player but as a writer now right yeah and as an artist essentially um so yeah um you know what i think his uh his only fault in the case is going to be um, that he didn't retire two years earlier, because if he had done that and uh, written that letter, uh, you know, and the animation goes through and the movie's made, um, we're not even talking about this. You know, it's just one of those things about timing more than anything else. Um, yeah, uh, you know, he was accused, um, uh, of course, man, you know, in this country, especially with the Me Too movement now going on, and not to discredit it or discredit anybody that uh, has come forward or uh, even to discredit those that have been accused, I mean, it's but it's tough. We live in uh, in a world or a country, anyway, at the very least, where you're guilty into proven innocent. And allegations is all it takes nowadays, man, to really, you know, uh, knock you down from uh, you know the pedestal people have held you on for so many years. So, yeah, you know, it's definitely tough. Um, I think he did a really good job of just not letting that spoil the night. And, um, you know, I mean, his wife was by his side, Marvin. What, what more can you say when it comes to that? You know, she's uh, I think that's really what it comes down to is, uh, you know, they are people. We got to remember that at the end of the day. And if they were able to get past whatever it was that happened, um, you know, and let's face it, uh, you know, end of the day, man, he was never uh, um, he was never. Uh, what is the word? Uh, Convicted. Uh, well, not, he was never charged with anything either. Yeah. You know, and uh, they had this uh, basically um, they threw the case out, you know, and the the girl, I guess the woman said she, you know, wasn't willing to testify. So on that those grounds alone, they had to dismiss it. Yeah, I know she had or they settled out of court a couple of years later for an undisclosed amount. Um, but I mean, you know, the president's give, President Trump's giving out hush money, man. As far as we know, I think Kobe. <laughs> I think Kobe's not, okay. This, this ain't this ain't anything new, you know. It's just uh, just part of, uh, like you said, man, the world we live in. And uh, I think timing more than anything else is uh, really what uh, maybe uh, put a put a wet blanket on Kobe's night, if it did at all. I don't think it bothered him at all, and you know, I don't think the majority of, the, of his fans were bothered by the controversy facing him afterwards. I mean, come on, Gary Oldman won the best actor and he's, I think his, uh, uh allegation rap sheet is longer than Kobe's, isn't it? So, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it says something, I think to, to, like you said, reputation, legacy, uh, at the end of the day, I think that Kobe Bryant was deserving of this award, this acknowledgement. For those of you that have not seen the film, I recommend that you go out and see it. Uh, it is truly a poem of hope, a beacon of, of inspiration, and, and it's definitely something that I think we need in, in the climate that we're facing today. It's a scary climate. It's a scary time. And I think that in times like this, it's always appropriate and beneficial for everybody if we turn to art 
And if we turn to great artists such as Glenn King and Kobe Bryant to kind of inspire us to be better people and to see the beauty in everybody and the beauty in our world. So Adrian, it's been an honor and thank you, man, for joining me. Uh, for those of you that are interested, I'll, I'll post some information on Adrian. Adrian has a, a, uh, a background in broadcasting uh, and as you can hear, he has a radio voice. So Adrian, thank you very much for joining me and for all of you out there. Don't forget, art is cool.